Welcome to Circle of Parks Podcast. We are here for Episode 3, Part 2 to our trip report from June. There is far too much to see and do. We are here to help guide you through all things Disney. Yes, welcome everybody and thank you. And we have exciting news on the podcast today. We have ourselves a sponsor. Yes, we do. It's exciting. It is. I always think about that uh, scene from Days of Thunder. When I was a kid growing up, that was one of my favorite movies. And Cole Trickle had just won Darlington, and him and his crew chief was arguing. And then Tim, the owner of the team, came in and said, we have ourselves a spot. That's how I feel about this. <laughs> uh, this podcast is sponsored by You Can Fly Travels. You Can Fly Travels is a Disney planning vacation um, guide. And they can plan all your Disney World vacations. They also will plan your Disneyland vacations, Alani vacations. Disney cruise vacations and did you know they do adventures by Disney and they can also book your Disneyland Paris vacation I did not know all that I didn't know that either you can fly travels uh, is a full encompassing uh, travel agency and they can book your vacation after your Disney vacation if you go too hard like we did the last time Yes, it was. There was a vacation that was needed after our Disney vacation. Yes, so you can reach out to them at youcanflytravels.com. They're also on Facebook, Instagram, on YouTube. So thank you for them for sponsoring this podcast. So, what are we talking about today? Um, today we are continuing our trip report. Uh, so last time we left you with our uh, first full day there in Disney um, after traveling with our ma- our first day at Magic Kingdom. Um, and today we're picking up with, it's going to be, we're going to be talking about this, the Saturday and Sunday. So it's weekend days and we chose to stay at um, the resort. So again, we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge and the Jumbo House. Um, so just thought, you know, uh, the crowds would be a little less if we kind of hung out at the resort versus going to the parks. Um, and so our first day, uh, pool day there, um, we started our day just kind of taking our time in the morning, really, you know, it, it, we've always been at Disney and, you know, it's wake up, come on, we got to get ready and go type thing, um, just to catch the bus to head to the parks and stuff. So, um, it was nice to kind of have a little bit of a lazier laid back morning for a while. Um, and then we stayed at the resort, um, and ate breakfast, uh, on the bottom level, I guess you could at say. The Mara, the at the Mara. At the Mara. Yeah. At the Jumbo House. That was the only restaurant that was open. And this is going to start my complaint session with mobile ordering. I don't want this to be a negative Disney podcast, but we're going to be honest with you about our experiences. And the Mara is just a quick service place. Um, you know, our boys wanted croissants and just breakfast snacks and stuff like that. You know, I don't need to mobile order a croissant. That is true. And yeah. a bottle of juice. That to me is a little bit. I just want to go and grab that and go eat. But that's the first complaint for mobile ordering. It's not great for everything. 
I have a bigger complaint we'll talk about later on <laughs> in the episode. But we had breakfast at the Mara at the quick service place, and it was fine. Um, then our plan was to go to the Yuzuma pool, which was closed. Yes, they were um, working on just, you know, a couple little fixes here and there, but they had to keep the pool closed um, just, you know, to get those done and obviously for safety of the guest. Um, So we were a little down that, oh, we can't jump into the pool first thing here. Um, But there was a a positive to that as well. Um, Since the pool was closed, they were offering free games in the arcade room um and so the boys and ourselves we really had a great time that pool was way better than the one at Kadon at uh, sorry Jumbo House yes so we were able to take the resort shuttle uh, over to Kadani Village um and you know I'm really glad that that happened in a way because I don't know if we would have went over to Kadani necessarily um that day if they hadn't recommended us uh, going to see the pool over there and uh yeah the water slide seemed slightly higher and bigger uh and they had a big splash pad area there um and then both both pools had like a pool bar where you could get food and drinks and and stuff um and they also had a like hot hot tub or jacuzzi type area uh, and just the whole environment, even though it's a pool and you've got kids running around and everything, it was still very relaxing. It was. And the pool at Jumbo House is bigger than the pool at Kadani Village, but I think the pool at Kadani Village has a lot more stuff to do and more kid-friendly and I just think overall a lot more fun for families. But it is a little bit smaller, I did notice, than the pool at Jumbo House. But we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um I think they were doing some lifeguard training at times, and it was kind of confusing us a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're thinking, oh, gosh, what's going on? Let me get out of the way, you know, and um, and it was just training some new lifeguards, I believe. But, um, hey, they were on it and did a great job with what they were supposed to do. Uh, And then also it was fun because at different times at the pool they would do Disney trivia. They did, yes. That was really cool around the the Maji bar area. And we ate there for lunch. We just kind of had – you know, basic hot dogs and, and stuff like that uh, for lunch. And then we had a plan for dinner that night. Uh, why don't you talk about a little bit about the dinner plans? Well, you know, before dinner, obviously, we um, had a great time at the pool, you know. And as you know, playing in the water and being outside all day leads to very hungry uh, tummies and appetites. And so uh, we had dinner reservations uh, at Geyser Point. We were looking very forward to going there. It's over at the Wilderness Lodge. Um, And so... We were just, you know, excited to go see that resort. We'd heard such great things about it. And then obviously eating at Geyser Point. And uh, things didn't go exactly as we expected once we got there. No. Um, so Geyser Point is not your typical Disney, uh, sit-down Disney restaurant. It is a, um, so Geyser Point isn't exactly a sit-down Disney restaurant. It's more of a quick service restaurant that has a weight. Uh, I thought since it being a quick service restaurant, we would do the mobile ordering first thing in the morning. And I had assumed that once we had that quick service order in, you could have a seat inside a geyser point and eat your food in there. However, 
That was not the case. So we had gone, uh, our plan was to take the bus to Magic Kingdom from Animal Kingdom Lodge and then take the bus, uh, sorry, the boat from the Magic Kingdom to the Wilderness Lodge. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Take a boat across, you know, Seven Seas Lagoon and uh, head to the Wilderness Lodge, which was a great boat ride. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. And then we got there and we quickly realized the mistake that we had made. Um, once we got there, I hit the, we're here on the mobile order and they had already start, started to prepare our food. And this is my biggest complaint for mobile ordering. And I actually wrote into Disney. Um, I'm not one that likes to complain. And I actually wrote into Disney that night and complained about this. If you're going to a restaurant like Geyser Point and you make a quick, uh, I'm sorry, a mobile order meal, there should be like an option saying, would you like to sit in the restaurant or do you really want this to be mobile order? Because we were wanting to sit in, it's an open air bar lounge area overlooking the lake with a great view, great atmosphere, and just a super peaceful, relaxing atmosphere. But that was, we did not get to sit in there and we quickly realized the mistake that we had made or that, sorry, that I had made. I made that mistake. And we ended up getting the food to go because they couldn't stop the order once it had already been uh, processed to be made. And there was about a 45 minute wait to get, actually get a table, which we would have gladly waited 45 minutes to have a table inside of Geyser Point. And then we had the classic um, family Disney fail and everybody started getting mad and so, um, the food overall, though, once we got it, we found a table out by the pool, and it wasn't bad. It was good food. The burger, they have really good burgers. We yes. both got the bison burger. It was amazing. And uh, the bison burger, and we had the uh, the cheesy barbecue brisket as the mm, appetizer. I forgot about that. Which that was good. Everything was great. It was yes. amazing. The food was great. The boys loved it. The bison burger was amazing. And then afterwards, we kind of looked around the resort and explored a little bit more and we were very impressed with it oh yes i i i don't know that i mean i love animal kingdom lodge jumbo house kadani village but um the lobby area um and just how even just outside how wilderness lodge is set up i mean it i don't know there's something to it um i would definitely love to stay there one day uh, just the whole setup and everything. I mean, you really do feel like you're out, you know, in the wilderness and you're, you know, going to be in campgrounds and in the woods and, um, you know, the, you know, every resort has a shop, you know, for the souvenirs and your typical things. And, um, it just, I don't know, even that store was just something that I really enjoyed looking at. And there was um, a shirt uh, that had, I believe it was Grumpy from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And (laughs) um, you just kind of have to see the shirt. But if you have someone that kind of can be moody at times in your family or just eh, whatever type thing sometimes, um, it's Grumpy and it says, does it look like I care? And we so wish that we had went ahead and gotten that shirt for Zach because he has days like that sometimes. Uh, uh, <laughs> but that's not the only reason why we why we really enjoyed looking around there. It really the was a good environment. The boys still talk about that shirt. 
they do talk about the shirt, yes, but the environment itself um, was definitely captivating. It was a great resort, and it's definitely going to be on our list to stay at um, in the future. And then, so we walked around a little bit more, and we didn't really have a game plan the rest of the night. It was still early on, probably 7, 8 o'clock, and we decided, hey, let's take the boat back to Magic Kingdom and take the monorail to the Polynesian. Yes. However, you couldn't get to the Polynesian at the time because mm-hmm. the monorail station was closed. And so we took the Polyne- the I'm sorry, the monorail over to the TTC and then just it was a five minute walk over from the TTC to the Polynesian. Right. Yes, that walk is not bad at all. And uh, so we got to um walk around the poly. You know, there was some um refurbishments and stuff going on and stuff, but still just being at the poly, something about the poly, and when I go to the poly, I have to get a special treat there as well, and that is a Dole Whip. From Pineapple and I. Yes. Quick tip, Pineapple and I, it may have mobile ordering now. However, back in June, it did not. And I mobile ordered from the Dole Whip place in Magic Kingdom, and they said, it's fine, you won't get charged for it. However, we still got charged for it, but the cast member at Pineapple and I was gracious enough to not charge us for the Dole Whip. Correct. Yes. And, and they had even said it's happened before. It is a bit confusing. Um, but, you know, we made sure we told them thank you very much. And, um, you know, <laughs> just a little more confusion for mobile ordering on the same day. But um, it was well worth it. And uh, the uh, Zach and the kids got some snacks from some other places at the poly too so yeah captain cooks is definitely a place that uh we're gonna spend some more time at the next big trip we have at disney uh probably won't be until next summer maybe but the polynesian is definitely one of our favorite resorts and we will be staying there um in the future yes but we ended up heading back uh took the monorail all the way back around actually we walked back to the ttc and then took it around back to the magic kingdom and then just waited for the bus Back to our resort and decided to call it an evening that night. Yes. And that was uh, the end to our first uh, pool day uh, for our trip. And then, you know, the next day was another pool day. But before we started that, um, we had breakfast reservations at um, in Disney Springs at Homecoming. And uh, let me just tell you, Homecoming, um, Zach can go into a few more details, but... It was definitely some great food. Do keep in mind, though, that the food that they provide is big portions. So next time I think uh, we may share a plate versus all of us ordering four different meals. Yes, the portions were huge. I had the uh, granddaddy plate. I thought it would be big enough for me, which includes three eggs, any style, pecan smoked bacon, griddled country ham, cheddar cheese, drop biscuits, and the choice of two sides. And I thought that would be would fill me up. I could, I, I got through half of it. Right. And then you had the fried chicken and we, we got through like two pieces of chicken. Yeah. And there was still the plenty. On the there plate. was still plenty. And the boys ended up with both. They both had the junior farmer plate for, uh, for brunch. Uh, we didn't get drinks cause it was still, we got there right at opening around 10 o'clock in the morning and it was just, we were so full. It, it was great. We're Southerners. It's great food, but, Keep in mind, the portions at Chef Art Smith Homecoming are huge. So if you're wanting to go there and book a, a reservation there, I highly recommend that you do. 
but keep that in mind that the portions are a lot bigger than you think they are going to be. And I also want to say we did a, a little shopping after that in Disney Springs. I, I, I like unique Disney t-shirts that aren't just what everybody sees around the park. And if you're looking for more obscure type of t-shirts, go to Uniglow in Disney Springs. They have some really cool, really obscure t-shirts that you really have to think about to know what they are. I got a shirt that said the, uh, the, the Tri-County Landfill. If you know what the Tri-County Landfill is or what movie it is from, please email me at comments at circleofparks.com. The first person to email me, I will give a shout out to the next, uh, on the next episode. Uh, whoever emails me correctly first, where and what movie the Tri-County Landfill is from. But we also got a couple of other, I also got a couple of other t-shirts from there. In, in Disney style, I got a shirt that says the goat. And if you know what the goat is from, email me again at comments at circleofparks.com and we will recognize you and call and give you a shout out on the next episode if you know what the goat is from. Yes. And uh, yeah, I will second what he said about both stores. They definitely have um, some unique shirts um, that you don't see at other locations or other stores. And then I really liked Disney style. I don't know how I left there without um, buying several items. I made sure you didn't spend all of our money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe if I'd been shopping by myself, I would have had a few bags full of things. But um, but they really do have some cute stuff. Some of it you may see in the parks but uh, from Disney style. But uh, overall, it's still some unique items and um, more like boutique style items as well. Yeah. And the shirts at Uniglo are extremely cheap for Disney. Like I think they were... Ten dollars, yeah, right. Not even that. that sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you want some cool, unique Disney T-shirts that you're not going to find in the parks, definitely go to Disney Style and Uniglo. They have some really cool stuff there. And then we headed back to the resort uh, for a pool day for the rest of the day. Oh, but before we did that, we reserved a spot at a certain cookie place. Oh yes, we wanted to. Full disclosure: I'm not a big sweets guy, but we wanted to see what the, all the hubbub was about Gideon's. And it was a four-hour wait for Gideon's, virtual wait. So I went up and asked, hey, if I give you my name, if we go back to our resort, how long do I have to get back when I get called? And they said, if you go back to your resort and come back, you have plenty of time. So I said, okay. And I put our name in, and that's what we did. So we put my name in for Gideon's just to try it. Right. And then we were all able to go back to the resort and um, begin our pool day. And it ended up not being a four no. hours unfortunately it started raining not even raining but well, lightning. that's true yeah. so the pools were closed and we had to find other stuff to do in the resort at Kadani village and for the first half we just kind of hang out on the observation area right outside the lobby and when the storm rolled through that's when the action happened on the savannah and uh in the hotel yes yeah, so we were at some observation deck areas and um it's just yeah, animals did not like the storms and when the pouring rain started. So it was very interesting to see animals uh, try to take cover under trees. And um, even the giraffes were trying to get under the trees that they usually eat from um, just to get out of that pouring rain. But then you had animals such as the wildebeest that were loving it and playing in it. And I mean, it was like they were playing their own game of tag. You know, one would run up to another and kind of 
headbutt him a little bit or nudge him, you just know, in the back. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they were just hopping around and having a good old time. The other, uh, the, the other animals were not appreciative of that. Oh, no. They did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> they would either run or give them – it would look like they were giving them a look like, what are you doing? Um, but they were they were having a blast, though. They were. And our boys loved watching that. And I think that's something that we're always going to remember when we were there mm-hmm. is watching the wildebeest play tag with each other in the pouring down rain. And yes. making all the other animals <laughs> mad, essentially. Yes. But we found out the uh, there was like a little arts and craft room just off the side of the lobby there. And I know we're going to get some comments or messages about this. We did not eat at Sana. I no, know. we did not. Failure on our part, but it it just wasn't in the plan. I know. We're going to get messages. We're going to get comments. I know. Epic failure on our part. But we went to the arts and crafts room. And uh, played some pool. Played, uh, what else did we play? Pool and uh, they had t- movies on too. Yeah, there were some movies. Um, there, there was one other game that the boys played, um, drawing a blank right now. But they also have, um, you know, as you mentioned, like arts and crafts. So you, you had could to pay for the arts and crafts. So. Right. I believe so. And I'm not, not sure the price. Like yeah. Five, ten dollars. Um, but I mean, you could even just color or you could do some like pottery type things. Yes. Um, so we saw a couple of other families doing that. Um, but, you know, I mean, they just really uh try to offer so many activities obviously you know that are kid friendly but they but they know that they're probably going to be busier on some rainy days and stuff so they were well prepared to um have uh all these supplies ready for you and uh there was also an arcade on the Kadani village side as well and uh we were able to play on those and have some extra points that they uploaded to a card points because uh the pool being closed they gave us uh, these cards that were free mm-hmm. if we told them what our favorite Disney characters were. Yes. And uh, those didn't work, unfortunately. And we went into the arts and crafts room and the cast member there just gave us like tons of cards. So like, oh, here you go. Yeah. So we got to play more free arcades for a good 30 to 45 minutes on top of that, mm-hmm. so which was, was fun. It was a little more pixie dust, I guess you could say. Yeah. 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 And then the pool finally opened back up at Kadani Village and we had dinner there. Well, we were there at the pool for a bit, and then I got the text message that it was our time at Gideon's. So I immediately left and took the bus back to Disney Springs, and the inside of Gideon's is amazing. You wanting to do what you want to do would have really appreciated the inside of that place. It was really cool. We just got the basic chocolate chip. We didn't want to go. I got two of them. And headed back to the resort after that. I mean, I just, I just went there and back. And it took from Animal... Keep in mind, Animal Kingdom Lodge is at the very far end of Disney property from Disney Springs. And it took about an hour and 20 minutes total. Not too bad. No, overall, it, it wasn't bad. And, you know, the kids and I, we were still at the pool having a good old time. So, yeah. yeah. Um, me not being a big fan of sweets. They were, I would say, probably the best cookies I've ever had. Um, I can't eat a whole one of those things. They're huge. Yeah. I mean, this was just like you said, the basic chocolate chip, but I mean, they're just so huge. Um, but they, they definitely were delicious. Uh, our boys can sometimes be a little pickier when it comes to cookies, but they enjoyed it just as much. Um, but yeah, I think any type of cookie that you would get there, 
uh, is probably another item that you could share with someone else for sure. Yes. Next time we, if we do get a cookie, we're just going to get one and I'll have a bite. You probably have a bite and let the boys have the rest, but they, yeah. we, we, they devoured both of them mm-hmm. and I thought they were going to get sick and no, they <laughs> just kept on going. Yes. And then it started to rain pretty heavy. However, there was no lightning. Mm-hmm. So just because of the rain, they kept up. I mean, the pool doesn't close because of the rain. The pool closes because of lightning. Right. If lightning's like within, is it 30 miles? I, I'm not sure. Right, a certain yeah. distance. But that was probably the best time. It was dark. Uh, it was raining. And the water was perfectly warm. And I was just having a blast playing in the pool with y'all, throwing the boys around, roughhousing with them a bit. Not too much, but I had a blast. Yes, it was, it was great. And then, um, you know, just enjoying, you know, not necessarily always like alcoholic beverages or anything, but just sipping on some sodas, some Coke and everything or Sprite, um, you know, and just really enjoying the day and not having to leave the actual pool area to just get snacks and food yeah no we had a great time and uh we stayed at the pool till the pool closed at 11 uh with our boys we figured nine o'clock would be a good time to to head back we were doing epcot the next day so they opened at 11 published time Mm -hmm. so 10 o'clock we were going to get there at rope drop and so we didn't have to get up super early the next day right yeah but one thing i will say before we left the pool is um it's interesting too. You see it kind of get a little more crowded later at night too before it yes, closes because sure. some guests are coming to go swimming after a day at the parks. Um, so it was, you know, interesting to see. And then you just hear, you know, guests kind of sharing their stories in the pool about their day at Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, wherever they were at. So, um, so that was interesting uh, to end the night there with those stories as well. Yes, yes. I don't think I could go to the pool after day at the parks <laughs> just me <laughs> no but i could see you know if you're wanting to cool off and just kind of chill before heading to your room i can understand it too right yeah mm-hmm. so the next day was epcot and again we got there at rope drop which was at 10 a.m not 11 a.m they were advertising at 11 a.m but they actually opened at 10 yes that and we had heard that from various people too. Kim from youcanflytravels.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your she was key. Resident Disney travel agent mm-hmm. sponsoring this podcast. Talks yes. about it. Yes. And uh, yes, so glad that we had um, heard that because we made sure we were there uh, for the rope drop that wasn't advertised as the the time. Yes. Yes. So, um so, yeah, and during this time, you know, of year, it's Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. So, it's always fun to see all these different Disney characters, um, you know, kind of sculptures that topiaries. are made. Yeah, topiaries. Um, you know, they're made from topiaries and just the detail that still goes into them. Um, so, you know, it's just amazing to see, you know, your characters from like Mickey and Minnie and Pluto, you know, to... Uh, Beauty and the Beast, and um, of course, several more iconic characters. So I always uh, enjoy seeing those pictures of them online and then in person. It's just, you know, it's, it's amazing. Um, so after Rope Drop happened, um, the first ride that we head to that our boys love to do is Test Track. Yeah, and we pretty much walked on to Test Track right away. 
And as soon as we got off the test track, it was already an 80 minute wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yep, we planned that uh, accordingly for sure. And uh, this time test track, it, w- it was still a blast. And um, we didn't get to do um, that. The When we were there in the summer, um, this part of June, they didn't have their like design room for the vehicles um, up and running at the time due to, you know, COVID restrictions and everything. I think shortly after our trip, they had opened that part of it back up. I'm not sure if it's yeah, I'm going not sure on if right it is now. Or not, but our, our oldest is uh, very talented in mathematics and engineering. And the, the second time we had gone, he designed the cars that performed the best and actually looked the best. Um, so he really enjoyed that. He did kind of miss that this time. Uh, for that but i mean it's still a great attraction and uh we still enjoyed it And after that me and the boys we had a plan to do everything in future world before we did uh the world showcase so me and the boys wanted to do do mission space yes and i was not no (laughs) (laughs) one of them there's two versions of it and one of them uh i don't think i could handle i haven't done that one but it I sometimes get a little lightheaded and dizzy, and so that's not a good option for so me. They have the green side and the orange side. The green side does not spin like a centrifuge. It's a, the orange side is a centrifuge that spins, and you get the actual g-forces you would get when you go into space. The uh, I'm sorry, green side does not, and it just rotates up and down. Uh, the last time we had gone, me and my oldest did the orange side, and. That stuff usually does not bother me, but if I had had a full stomach, I can see how <laughs> it can make you sick. But it didn't bother me, uh, but we decided to do the green side because the line was shorter, and it still was cool. I still enjoyed it. It was a different uh, version, video, but uh, yeah, Mission Space was cool, but you decided to do your own thing while we were at Mission Oh, Space. yes. I was craving some Joffrey's coffee, which let me tell you. In Disney, you must try Joffrey's coffee. Um, I actually do prefer it more than um, another chain restaurant. We won't say <coughs> who. Uh, well, Zach said it. But um, anyways, Joffrey's. I don't know if it's, I mean, the, the coffee tastes amazing. But then just, you know, the fact that it's in Disney as well. Um, but I got, they're known for a drink called um, Shaken Jamaican. And I must say, it was very good. Um, I don't know if I was just expecting so much more from it since I'd heard so much about it. Um, again, it was very good. I would get it again, but uh, it wasn't like an over-the-top drink for me. Um, but it's def- it's a, it was a, you know, a cold drink, an iced coffee drink. So, uh, you know, good for the park days. I'm one, you know, early in the morning, I like to have my hot coffee, but at the park, if I'm going to have a coffee drink, it's going to be a cold one. So, um, I did that while Zach and the boys did mission space. And then, um, I met them outside of mission space while drinking my coffee and then shortly after that, we all rode on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, Spaceship Earth is one of my favorite attractions uh, in Epcot. It takes you through the history of communication of mankind, pretty much. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, and it's a relaxing ride. You know, it's one, if it doesn't have too long of a wait, you know, that's another ride like maybe even in the middle of the day when um, it's really hot out and stuff that it's worth. I, w- I don't know. I would probably wait. 35 40 minutes i think we waited 20 minutes yes like it was way backed up outside but it moved really quickly 
Mm-hmm. It did. And, um, you know, again, it's it, it's a good ride, you know, just kind of taking you through the history and everything. And um, it gets you out of the heat as well. So um, I really, you know, some people may not like it, but, you know, we enjoy it. Yeah, no, it was good. It's always a must for us when we go to Epcot. And the boys actually seem to enjoy it, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Um, and yes. then we did um, the... Living with the Seas. Living with the Seas, which the queue for um, Finding Nemo is amazing. I love the queue for Finding Nemo. The ride, I think, it's so out of order. It's confusing <laughs> with the movie. Yeah, I, the ride isn't necessarily the best ride. I think it's still a very cute ride. Um, and I do like when they bring Crush and the other sea turtles into it. Um, but yeah, but the queue and then when you're getting off the ride and everything, just being able to see the live, uh, you know, ocean life and everything is is very nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then after that, we went from living with the seas to living with the land. My favorite Attract one of my favorite attractions in all of Walt Disney World is Living with the Land. It's such an amazing ride. I know it's not thrilling or anything like that, but it takes you through what Epcot Center should have been like a living, self sustaining community, you know? Yes. So it's not my favorite ride, but there are a lot of things to take away from it. Um, and you know, they show how they grow, um, a lot of their, their food that they serve there in the restaurants. Yes, they Mm -hmm. actually do that. And I I think that's really cool that they, uh, serve a lot of the food that they grow in, in living with the land. Yes. So, um, so again, not my favorite ride. He loves it. Um, but there are some perks to it. So, I mean, I definitely recommend, uh, going and, um, at least experiencing it once. Yes. So we did that. And then after that, we did um, uh, Soren, which is amazing. You can't go wrong with Soren. We waited about 30 minutes for that. Yes. And yes, I I personally just love Soren. Um, you know, the best seat is more towards the middle. Um, but I mean, it just takes you like on a flight. You're flying over all these countries and iconic um What's the word I'm looking for? Um, like buildings and landscapes landmarks. and landmarks. Yes. And um, you get the smells and it just really makes you feel like you're there. And uh, that's one that sometimes, depending on how the day's going with the kids already, I can get very emotional with. So that, I could. That's the one that makes you emotional? That's one. That's. <laughs> That's one anyway. Um, you know, if I had it my way, I could probably get in line and ride that one all day at Epcot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we did Figment. Yes, Figment. You either love or hate Figment. I don't. I love Figment. I don't. I'm, I'm in the middle. Most people either love or hate him. <laughs> I love Figment. Um, it's just, it's a classic attraction and it goes into your imagination and I think is one of the best. I know it's corny, but I love Figment. I just love Figment. I mean, it, yes, it's cute. But then at the same, same time, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, I don't necessarily have to do it each time. Then after that, we did the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. And this, 
I think is goes completely uh, under the radar of people that go to Epcot. Mm-hmm. We just yes. happen to stumble upon it walking out of Figment of the and and we're like, oh, let's go do that, you know. And it's a uh, three film forty experience. The first film is Get a Horse. It actually did a really good job of implementing old school Disney, like mm-hmm. old black and white Mickey Mouse into the 4D experience, which was pretty cool. And then they did Piper, which is a Pixar film, which we had seen on Disney Plus before, but seeing it in 3D, yes. you got emotional on that. Yeah, I love Piper. And then they ended with Feast. Yes. I got emotional oh, during yes, Feast, yes, yes. the puppy dog. Yes. You, you just, you just, have, to just have to go. Just go watch <laughs> it. If you've seen these movies, please reach out to us and tell us what you think of them because we think these are some of the most underrated little short films in the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I forgot about Feast. Oh, yes. So Piper Piper's very good as well. But yes, then after that, we finally headed into World Showcase. And uh, one of our first stops was at a booth in the Canadian area, um, and we had a pretty good steak there. Yeah, it was a beef uh, with mushrooms and uh, sauce. It was really good. The boys liked it. Our original plan was to eat around the world, but we after we had gotten off living with the land in Epcot, the boys were hungry ended up eating at Sunshine Seasons, and we just had burgers. I think you had a salad, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So yeah. nothing. I mean, it was fine, but yeah, the boys were really good. hungry. And they didn't want to wait. So we ended up eating there, and it was fine. Yes. And then we uh, kind of quickly moved around the World Showcase to the France Pavilion. And full disclosure, we have not experienced World Showcase like we want to experience it. We've got the boys, and so we not we have not had a lot of time in the pavilions, and that's one thing going forward the next time we go we want to spend more time in. Uh, but we got to the France Pavilion, and you wanted to see the – the show the beauty and the the beauty and the beast show that they have in the france pavilion um i i'm a huge huge beauty and the beast fan and so i had not yet had a chance to experience so um zach and the boys decided that they would go and do their own thing for a little bit while i yeah they were kind of getting snacky again so um so i had I think it was like a 20 minute wait until the next show started. And, um, I definitely recommend, uh, if you're a beauty and the beast fan, um, going and seeing it is it's a, I don't want to give too much away, but it's a different take on beauty and the beast. Yes. And so me and the boys were getting hungry. So we wanted to go snack and I wanted some of the awesome sorbet they have in the, in the France pavilion there. And it was amazing. Our oldest got some ice cream and our youngest didn't want ice cream. So we were on a mission to get him a snack. And so we quickly, after we got uh, my sorbet, which was amazing, and ice cream for my youngest, or sorry, my oldest, we went to the Japan Pavilion because he was wanting like some chips or just some snacky like that. And we thought, oh, maybe we'll have something in there. And we kind of bruised around the shop in the Japan Pavilion, which again, we want to spend more time in. Uh, and then we finally ended up making our way to the Joffrey card outside the American pavilion and yes. getting a donut there, which was one of the best. I took a small bite of it. One of the best donuts I've ever had. Yes. I even had a little bite too. It was a really big donut and, um, and it was delicious. And I, I was kind of unsure, you know, 
a little later in the day, not as many people getting the coffee and donuts and stuff, but it was, it was delicious. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we made our way to the France Pavilion to ride Frozen for the first time. Is that in France? No. That's you in the Norway France. Pavilion. Sorry, yes. we made our way to the Norway <laughs> Pavilion. If I misspoke, I apologize. We made our way to the Norway. It was about a 50-minute wait. We had not done Frozen before, and we're like, okay, we're here. We're going to wait. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing that again. <laughs> well, I think he. I think you would ride it again, just not that long of a wait. No, I wouldn't wait 50 minutes. I would wait probably 20 minutes. My, I'll tell you what. My favorite part of that whole attraction, ride and everything, was seeing Hans and his little... Uh, bathhouse in the queue in the sauna with poking his nose on the edge of it and making little words in the door on the sauna. That was my favorite part of that whole attraction. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, the queue though. There, there's a few other things that are are uh, really nice too. But that was that was good. Um, the ride. You know, if you're a big Frozen fan or have children that are big Frozen fans, then. You know, I definitely recommend it. I would do it again. I would wait longer than 20 minutes. Um, You're on your own, sister. That's fine. I would wait um, 35 maybe. Um, but you know, it's, it's a good kid. It's a good kid ride, you know, any high, any, all ages, it's a slow ride, small drops. Um, you know, it is a little dark in there, but you know, it's, it's frozen. So it's telling the story of frozen. Yes, and then we went to the Mexican Pavilion to ride the Three Amigos. Yes, and we'd never ridden that before. And there's one part where you're going right by that uh, restaurant. In Trying there. to find it. Um, <laughs> but the ride itself, we'll come back to that. Um, the ride itself was, was cuter than I thought it would be. I didn't really know what to expect. And, you know, I think if, if it has a short wait, you know, we would maybe wait 15 minutes yeah, three caballeros yeah it was yes. a good i enjoy it i would agree it was it was a cute ride sand and hell in restaurant yes that was the restaurant you could see from the ride and um I've, I've heard some mixed reviews on the food but just the atmosphere of it i would love to eat there one day yes that was definitely on our list to do when we go back to epcot and then we went back and we had dinner again at Sunshine Seasons. Yes. It, it, you know, with kids and they're hungry and uh, being a little picky about what they want to eat, especially one of ours, um, it's just an easier place to get, you know, burgers, um, you know, chicken fingers. I had the barbecue sandwich with on uh, grilled Texas toast, which was awesome. Yes. So, um, you know, again, same same place. Didn't get to eat in the World Showcase, but with the kids, you know, just you're hungry. Everybody ends up being happy. Yeah. And then we did uh, Living with the Land again, and we did um, Soren again, and we did Spaceship Earth again. Yes, you're smiling because of Soren. I love the smells in Soren. The Soren smells. Yeah, are I awesome. think it's it's the it's the smell thing and just um, certain scenes on the ride that I love. Yeah. And then we ended the night with Test Track. Of course. So we started the day with Test Track and ended it with Test Track. And it is awesome at night. Yes. It was yes. pretty cool at night. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to end it with this. Don't cut the line. There was a lot of line cutters oh, I noticed. Yes. And that's when I really started noticing <coughs> line cutters. Yes. But we still enjoyed the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended it, ended it there. No fireworks. And headed back to the resort. Yeah, so keep in mind when he says no fireworks. So when we went, um, they had not started fireworks at any of the parks yet. Yes. 
So we're going to end it on that. Uh, we're going to f- have part three next week, uh, which will be Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and our last day. We'll, we'll wrap it up with part three. And uh, just want to go over a couple of things. We have our first review on Apple Podcasts. Yay! Uh, Rocket Past Six, thank you for whoever you are for writing this, says, Just their first episode hooked me. As a seasoned Disney World person, I look forward to seeing how many how my trips differ from the host and how I can do things differently to find new ways to experience Disney World. So thank you, Rocket Pass 6. We appreciate that. And yes. if you want to go on uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, we appreciate that. It helps us with our uh, ratings, uh, rankings on there. You can also find us at circleofparks.com. You can email us at comments at circleofparks.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook, both at circleofparks.com. And you can find us on all major podcasting services. We want to say a special thank you to our sponsor, youcanflytravels.com. Thank you so much. Kim has developed an amazing team over there. And they're there to help you with all of your Disney travel needs, even ones that aren't going to Disney. You can can plan your vacation after your vacation. And we also want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. So please go check everybody out and check them out. And we will talk to you next week. Yes. Bye-bye now.